At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a.com slash Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Sunday slate of football. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. We welcome you back in. It is another hour of the Pro Football Blitz live from downtown Las Vegas. We are at the South Point where we've got there's a lot of activity behind us. Oh, We're yeah. getting ready. Huge doubleheader of conference championship Sunday mm-hmm. in the NFL. As, uh, as we have a lot to break down now in this AFC championship game. He's Mike Pritchard, by the way, former NFL wide receiver. I'm Ben Wilson. Will Hill, our do-it-all visa analyst, joins us a little bit later this hour. But we turn our attention now to the deep dive AFC championship game, which has seen a whole lot of line movement from yes. start to finish. It's funny. If you, if you watch the line come out Sunday night and then you like left the country for five days or didn't have your phone on or decided to go underneath a rock, and then you came back up for air and you checked back in with your sportsbook apps, Mike, you'd think, oh, nothing's happened all week. This line hasn't even moved. But it opened Kansas City minus two, was bet all the way out to Cincinnati minus two and a half. A couple books even touched three very briefly back on Tuesday early afternoon on the East Coast. Now it's flipped back the other way with positive injury news and at least practice reports on quarterback Patrick Mahomes this week for the Chiefs. It's now Chiefs minus one and a half, and that is the big question all week, and what will the status be of Patrick Mahomes? Mm-hmm. Uh, based on your experience, Mike, from what you've seen in the in the practice videos this week, where's the percentage level going to be at health-wise, are you imagining, for Mahomes? Okay, if I had to put a percentage on it, um, you know, in addition to what he's probably going to do in the training room before the game, <laughs> I mean, he's going to feel as close to 100% as possible. I mean, I think they're going to aid him. I think they're going to help him because uh, they're, we're talking about a pain issue. Um, Uh, The swelling and all that stuff, I I mean, uh, obviously I think Patrick's going to be able to uh, compete with that. Uh, He's a mentally tough-minded athlete. Uh, He's a tough hombre. 
He really is. Um, and if you need to help him out with, with anything, uh, from a pain standpoint, I, I think you're going to do that. I, I think they're going to have that thing braced up and taped up so, so tightly that he's not going to worry about doing anything else. Obviously, if somebody falls on it, then he's going to be out the game. Anyway, we know that, right? Um, but uh, you can't think that way. You can't compete that way. So uh, I think going into the game, he's probably around 65 70%. But I think he's going to feel close to 100% once that ball is kicked off. And that's it's why, if you have confidence in Kansas City, you, you want to hear just what, Mike, you just yeah, said, yeah. At, at least from the health perspective. But the other angle of this, too, is about Mahomes inside the pocket versus outside mm -hmm. the pocket. And the, the assumption and the way you watch the ankle get turned up on and sprained in the game last week against Jacksonville, it, it, in a, to me, I look at this, Mike, and say it's actually a good thing that Mahomes is going to be limited to passing in the pocket. Right. He has the best numbers of any quarterback this year when passing from inside the pocket. Mm -hmm. Against Cincinnati earlier this season, he had his best game all year on inside the pocket throws. He also had his worst game all season throwing outside the pocket right. when he was scrambling and on the move. I look at it and say, is it almost in a weird way with, with how, at times, as brilliant as Mahomes is, He's been erratic sometimes, trying to trying to chase plays, create something outside the pocket that's not really there. You'd obviously love to have him at 100%, but if it's going to be limited, at least keeping him in the pocket and being forced to break down defenses mm -hmm. in the way that he's so good at doing, that could be a that could be an edge for Kansas City. Well, as weird as that is to say. Yeah, no, Brian, you're spot on. I mean, there's been a story with Patrick Mahomes. Remember when they were called Showtime, right, early on in his career because he was a point guard. I mean, the guy would throw the ball with his left hand. I was at the game in Denver where he threw a pass with his left hand yeah. uh, on the run. Uh, the only player I've ever seen do that was uh, Darren Hagan, my quarterback in college. Um, but the, here you got Patrick uh, Mahomes that does that. Uh, and then, you know, flipping the ball and, and sidearms and all this stuff. And uh, they took away his rabbit, though. They took away Tariq Hill to make him more disciplined. Talking about Eric Bieniemy uh, and Andy Reid. They want him to be a pocket passer. Uh, and my handicap in terms of this game – uh, was predicated, was, was based off of the fact that this is a quarterback-friendly offense operating from the pocket. That's Chad Henney too, though, right? And so if Patrick wasn't going to go, what are the chances that the Chiefs could win with Henney at quarterback? Yeah, from a pocket-passing standpoint, I think the chances are still pretty high. Uh, Kansas City has matriculated uh, the football. Patrick Mahomes, you mentioned it, the pocket passer, he's 12-0 in his career and 2-0 this season when he throws at least 90% of his passes from inside the pocket. Courtesy of ESPN. <laughs> he Courtesy, had the NFL's best QBR, QBR mm -hmm. um, uh, passes inside the pocket. Uh, also leading the league in pocket passes resulting in touchdowns. Uh, so it, it's, it's the irony of the situation that the ankle on top of the Bengals in Anarumo has forced Patrick Mahomes to be a pocket passer because he's an air raid guy in college, right? He wanted to get out. Uh, the pocket. He wanted to scramble. He wanted to hit Tyreek Hill when he got into the league. He wanted to create those big plays because those are fun plays. Mm -hmm. It's a three-point shot. But in the pocket is where the high percentages can happen for this offense, uh, and they led the league in points scored, yards after the catch, and all that stuff from a very efficient pocket-passing quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. And now with the injury, he's forced to do exactly what Andy Reid wants him to do. Mm -hmm. And even though the personnel isn't what it used to be with mm -hmm. Tyreek Hill as a lead receiver – I'd argue the Chiefs still have a lot of really, oh. really good weapons. You yeah. have the best tight end, arguably, in the game right now, and mm -hmm. Travis Kelsey, who can get open pretty much in whatever way or however he wants to, and also a pair of running backs. It's been sort of the unsung story of this season for Kansas City, where you have Isaiah Pacheco, Jarek McKinnon, 
they're eighth in the league in yards per carry in a, in a zone running scheme. Right. They've added in the first halves in the previous three games against Cincinnati over seven and a half yards of play. So it's not just Mahomes that they have to rely on. And again, it goes back to because Mahomes is less than hundred mm-hmm. percent. Kansas city is forced to go deeper into the well in this game, stick truer to their nature and not rely on the improvisation as much as they were doing early in the season. I see that as a good thing in general, as much as you want Mahomes to be hundred percent and the running back should get talked about more for Kansas yeah. city, but they don't because of how uh, elusive and elite of a nature of quarterback Mahomes is. Well, so they're not going to play with six eligibles. I mean, I think uh, Patrick Mahomes has the element of surprise when he can't run, but I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen. He might do it a little bit if he has to. But uh, when you look at this offense, and it starts with Travis Kelsey, it really does, and it starts with uh, yards after the catch. I mean, that's the essence of the West Coast offense. That is um, the precision of a short passing game. Uh, it, it's the timing and the rhythm of hitting that back foot throwing a ball, hit that back foot, hitch, throw the ball. I mean, everything's got to be on time, and it's got to have the spacing uh, with it as well. And the Kansas City Chiefs are better than anybody else in the National Football League with all of those concepts. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's Juju. It doesn't matter if it's Tony. It doesn't matter if it's um, uh, anybody, Valdez, Scantling. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, the names don't excite you, but the positions do because you throw in uh, McKinnon and a Pacheco, uh, and you throw in the ability of a quarterback that understands and and knows where everybody is on the field based on his footwork. Uh, and, and that is something that I looked at when it came to, is that going to be compromised in any way with his ankle? Mm-hmm. Like, is is the rhythm and the timing of this offense going to be compromised because of that ankle? Uh, and it led me to believe that they're going to help him out with pain so he can hit that back step or he can hit that, you know, the drop that he has to hit. Uh, and distribute the football because it's got to be on time. If it's not on time, uh, then now you're trying to improvise. And I don't think that for sure is going to be compromised, but uh, it's not going to be to the level. But if he's getting rid of the football on time, in addition to uh, the spot, spotty running game that they do have, uh, I think uh, Andy Reid and Eric Bainham feel pretty good mm-hmm. about that. You're getting receivers who average about six and a half yards after the catch on yes. the season. That's yes. what you reference that, that leading team in the league in the yards after catch category. That's that's what is predicated mm-hmm. upon getting the ball out quickly. So as elite as Patrick Mahomes is within the pocket, right. you then on the other side for Cincinnati have a quarterback in Joe Burrow who has been so elite, not staying in the pocket, but just throwing over the middle. Mm-hmm. You go back to the first meeting between Kansas City and Cincinnati. Joe Burrow in that game, 18 of 20 for 179 yards on throws over the middle. Mm-hmm. Like that is pinpoint accuracy to a T. And to have that kind of confidence, to trust in your receivers, the routes, and your ability to fit the football into tight windows, that is what makes Joe Burrow a, a complete difference maker. And that's what Cincinnati will have to rely on on the offensive end to have success tomorrow. Yeah, you, you wonder about that, though. Um, I mean, we're going to look at uh, Joe Burrow. And, I mean, the guy, he completed over 70% of his passes last year, got to the Super Bowl in the face of getting sacked uh, as many times as he did last year. And so that made them make the move to improve the offensive line. And I don't know, again, irony here that you improved the offensive line, but yet you're going to go back to the same player who's got you to the Super Bowl because that offensive line is banged up now. But, yeah, passing yards per game, 200, 279.7. I mean, it's incredible. Completing almost 70% of, of his passes, 35 passing touchdowns. Uh, the 12 interceptions, 12 interceptions, though. Um, you know, double-digit interceptions is something that you try to avoid as a quarterback, but you, you are, you're okay with it because this guy is so good. Uh, and he's so poised, and he's Joe Cool, like a lot of people are re- referencing to. 
Um, but I, I think uh, we have a – we might have it. I don't know. But Eric Eager put out a, a tweet um, not too long ago uh, about um, if, the, if, the, if the Bengals need to be explosive, like you're mentioning, mm-hmm. uh, in this game, the Bengals' offense has eclipsed uh, 300 yards passing once in the last eight games. I only mean, one time. Only and one a lot time. of it is because you have Joe Burrow trying to get the ball out really quick mm-hmm. to prevent against an offensive line that has gotten more depleted with sure. each passing week. Look, in, in, on the one hand, there's no quarterback who's thrown more touchdowns after releasing the ball under two and a half seconds yeah. than Joe Burrow. But if you know that as an opposing defense, you can start to walk a tightrope there. If you're relying on those quick, those quick trigger, two-step drop and release throws, and as, gr- as great as the accuracy is, I, th- that to me is th- that's the thing that kind of uh, yeah. it, it sort of uh, puts puts a you know puts a damper on some of the other issues because you know you have Burrow who can fit a ball into any window. Right. Do other quarterbacks even attempt those throws? Probably not. Right. No, I mean I was part of an elite passing attack. I had to run and shoot with Andre Rise and myself on Mike Haynes, and one of the teams that gave us fits was the Dallas Cowboys in terms of just sitting on stuff intermediate and letting that pass rush get to mm-hmm. the quarterback. So if you're Kansas City, if you're Spags, you're going to sit on the quicker stuff for Burrow and make him sit in the pocket and get that pass rush, Chris Jones, and, uh, and try to expose some of those uh, elements on the offensive mm-hmm. line too. Uh, so if you can do that, that neutralizes any explosive nature of the Bengals. I mean, obviously you're going to try to cover deep if you can too, but um, yeah, it's tough for an offense that has only eclipsed 300 yards passing once in the last eight games right. to rev it up. Uh, and this AFC Conference Championship yeah. game. That's what makes the matchup really interesting because Kansas City's been pretty mediocre on the defensive numbers, but as we'll get into it on our deep dive next, so a couple of interesting pieces we'll discuss on the Chiefs side. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. 
I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe will win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Coming up on Monday, VSIN has an exclusive first look at the first wave of Super Bowl player props from DraftKings. Johnny Avello, the DraftKings Sportsbook Director, joins Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds. He'll be on the air at 9.15 p.m. Eastern Time on Live Bet tonight to reveal the new player props right as they hit the market. So join Femi, Wes, and Johnny Monday night on Live Bet tonight and get a live head start on all the great Super Bowl prop options as we're back on the Pro Football. But let's look at that. It's that photo of uh, Femi Abebefe, by the way, Mike. Look at, it. look at him dapper with the, with the tie. I think that's the first time I've seen Femi in a tie. I, that's definitely the first time I've seen Femi in a tie. Not the first time I've seen Wes Reynolds in a turtleneck. No, not the but first it's the time. first time I've seen. I, I think that's probably back from Femi's uh, local TV. Oh, days. is that what? Okay, yeah. So you come, you know, mm-hmm. Femi, you come to Vison. We yeah. get to we get to go with the cool, like just the unbuttoned sure. top shoe. Pritch has got the V neck going. Mm-hmm. That, that's the way to do it. Yeah, gotta be comfortable. For those of you listening hot. to us on the radio side, we apologize. You, you can't <laughs> see the greatness. So that was that promo graphic of uh, Femi Abebefe. We continue though with our deep dive breakdowns on all things AFC Championship, Cincinnati. Bengals at the Kansas City Chiefs as much as Kansas City Mike this year on the defensive side has been really mediocre with the numbers 16th defending the run 16th defending the pass on an EPA per play basis 31st in red zone defense Mm -hmm. it leads you to believe there could be some issues against a high-powered Cincinnati offense What's the one thing, if you're looking at that unit, that they have to do to have success, have success at home? Tonight? Well, it's really a great question, Ben. I mean, again, I, I go back and I compare last year to this year. I mean, you're thinking about the AFC championship game. And, uh, okay, last year, Kansas City in 2021, they were 20, 12 and 5. Uh, defense allowed 22.6 points per game. That was 10th. Uh, they allowed 15 rushing touchdowns to 27 passing touchdowns last year. Um, and so what were they going to do into this year? Did they do enough in terms of personnel uh, to improve their situation? Uh, you know, and certainly for this matchup. Uh, I mean, this, if you're Kansas City, you might have anticipated this matchup, to be honest with you, in an AFC Conference Championship game. Uh, so offensively, you've changed, and I think defensively, uh, they've gotten better. I mean, they, they have a game record. The same thing on Aaron Donald. Um, uh, I think Chris Jones needs to be a disruptor. He needs to make things miserable on this Bengals offense. That means a running game, um, uh, and as well as, you know, if they do become one-dimensional, talking about the Bengals uh, applying pressure. Uh, and that's either moving over the right tackle, who was on skates uh, against Baltimore, um, not so much against Buffalo. You didn't have to do that, plus there was snow. Uh, but I, I think Chris Jones has to be a difference mm-hmm. maker uh, up front for the Chiefs, for sure, in this football game. Are you stealing my notes, Mike? I, I am not. I wrote, I wrote dis- <laughs> under Kansas City, I wrote, right here, disruption with defensive line versus banged up O-line. Yeah. That was the biggest key 
to the to the Kansas City defense coming in. And it yeah. all starts with Chris Jones since he, he leads the league. He's number one among defensive tackles mm-hmm. in pass rush win rate. If anything, I would have stolen your notes, Mike. Okay. You, 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 you don't need to steal them from well, mine. You're, you, you know everything, so it doesn't doesn't matter. You know what's interesting, Ben, though, it, before Kansas, for, for Cincinnati, uh, you know, they were 62-38% uh, pass run ratio. Mm-hmm. They, You know, that was last year. So this year they were kind of similar. They were just outside of that balance range, and they were – in the realm of one-dimensional, uh, along with Tampa, along with Minnesota, along with um, uh, the Chargers, you know, the teams that exited the playoffs kind of early. You know, the balanced teams are still in the playoffs, especially in the NFC. Um, but the Bengals found a running game, and they found a running game against a, a hobbled Buffalo. And I, I got to emphasize this. Daquan Jones was out. Jordan Phillips was banged up, mm-hmm. only 19 snaps. You know, that's why Cincinnati was able to run the football, in addition to the snow. Like, being able to fire off the line and uh, go up against it and, you know, just dominate up front, that that benefited the offensive line. I don't see backups doing that to Chris Jones. Uh, and that is a key matchup for me uh, this week with Kansas City and, and Cincinnati. I'm, I'm totally with you. And as much as the talk this week has been about Patrick Mahomes and his ankle for Kansas City, we've all conveniently forgotten that Cincinnati still has – Three starting offensive linemen out. Mm-hmm. And just because they overcame it one week doesn't mean, and just because Kansas City's overall defensive numbers are middle of the pack, doesn't mean that isn't going to get exposed. And, and Chris Jones plays a big role. You know who else could play a big role too? And it's been the underreported story of the year for Kansas City. It's been the emergence of a young linebacker named Nick Bolton, mm-hmm. who does things all over the field for right. Kansas City. He had 16 tackles in the first game against Cincinnati. And I, I've been impressed with him, Mike, because he can – he can stop the middle of the field in the run game. He can also backtrack in Steve Spagnuolo's pass. D. Mm-hmm. He can cover the middle of the field on crossing routes and pick up wide receivers. It's a really underrated piece, and he has to play out of his mind to me if, if, if they're going to slow down that pass attack uh, along with what Chris Jones can bring them on the D-line. Yeah, I mean, we, we get so enamored with uh, Patrick Mahomes in the offense of Kansas City, right? We, we don't really think about um, Spags in the defense, but Spag. Uh, uh, the defense coordinator for for the Chiefs. I mean, uh, he's that guy who went up against Tom Brady in that offense, right, uh, in Super Bowls. He's the Giants. I mean, now you, you got different personnel, but um, they have a Chris Jones. They they drafted Carl uh, Aftis. I mean, um, I, I like what you said about uh, Bolton right there, too. Um, but Frank Clark off the edge, too. I mean, he's a veteran guy that uh, shows up in big games. So, it's different than what Cincinnati saw last week against Buffalo uh, in those conditions. Uh, and, it's, and it's got added energy to it, too, because they're in Arrowhead. Burrowhead now. So, oh, yeah, that's uh, right. <laughs> right? I mean, I, for the Cincinnati Bengals to run the football, because Joe Mixon's went over 100 yards two times this year. One, time, one of those two times was last <laughs> yeah. week. Uh, so, I, I mean – if Cincinnati can generate a running game, then okay, that's going to be really difficult for the Chiefs. But I don't know if they're going to generate the running game to the tune of what they did last week. But they do have to get back to being balanced uh, to open up what they want to do with the passing game, though. Hard to expect another mega uh, rush offense performance from from the Cincinnati offensive line opening up those holes, holes, considering what Kansas City can bring at them defensively. Mm. The question I also have, this comes to the Cincinnati defensive front, Again, we talked one key player with an injury, but mm-hmm. there's other guys who are, are, are banged up, Mike, and you look at the matchup between Cincinnati's pass defense against a dynamic tight end who is more like a you know, wide receiver in a lot of situations, and Travis Kelsey. 
how does defensive coordinator Lou Anarumo and the Bengals elect to cover him? And how much will they, they go back to their base principles of man coverage, which they used a lot in the regular mm-hmm. season, versus the zone looks that they shifted to primarily in the first meeting against Kansas City? Well, you know, it's interesting because I, I think it plays into some prop situations I was looking at, too. You know, uh, That's what we like. Yeah, Bengals, uh, they led the league in opponent incompletions per game at 14.2. Uh, so they're, they're really astute at doing that. I mean, they try to take away number one. But where it really shows up from Anarumo to me, uh, from a different game planning standpoint or whatever looks they want to throw at you, is they have to communicate. The secondary communicates on every play almost. Um, and as a receiver, I'm looking at that, and I'm trying to key in on that as well. But where they really focus in and lock you down is in a red zone. You know, Baltimore in a red zone, one of four. Uh, Buffalo, you know, limited opportunities. But – you know, if Kansas City can move the ball with Travis Kelsey and company between the 20s, now Cincinnati, they, they are really, really good at uh, taking away options in the red zone, right? Mm-hmm. So I, if you're Anarumo, that's what I think he's going to certainly have down pat uh, for his secondary, for his players. The players are going to have to communicate on that as well. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be curious to see what other creativity the Chiefs can get to uh, in the red zone. We saw a ring around Rosie's. Uh, from the Chiefs That's against the Raiders, right? I mean, they can get to some creativity now. They can run some options. They can have quarterbacks or running backs playing quarterbacks. And uh, so could that throw off the Bengals? I think it can. Uh, but anything and everything is on the table in this game. But the chess match to me, like you mentioned, though, will be in a red zone. I, I, think, I think the Chiefs can move the ball uh, between the 20s. It'll be yeah. in a red zone and, area. And the injury piece is Trey Flowers, who's been dealing with a hamstring, still active, has been practicing fully. He will go, but... That's for Lou Anarumo, the defensive coordinator. That's the primary tight end defender in the mm. dime packages. Mm-hmm. So if if you're sitting, I mean, that's but that's, I mean. that's been on the season though. So that's not and that's not something he went with in the first meeting. They right. switched to much more of a zone scheme. Yeah. So what do you, do you try to jam Kelsey at the line, then work back into his zone? Like what do you what do you do then? Well, given the, the the inherent mismatch on paper. I mean, are we talking in the red zone and twenties? I'm just saying in general. In general, you can't, you can't field, cover yeah. them in the middle of the field because they move them around, they shift them, they motion, they'll bunch them, they'll move them at halfback, they'll put them in the backfield if they have to. To create one-on-ones, right? It's so hard to bracket a guy. Uh, you can't cover Travis Kelsey one-on-one. I don't care who you are <laughs> as a cover person. Uh, he's too physical. Uh, he's too shifty. He'll make you miss at the line of scrimmage. Now where you do have a, a chance is in the red zone uh, because it's condensed and there's not a lot of areas and everything has to happen quicker. Uh, and certainly has to happen quickly for Patrick with that angle. So um, I, I think that's where the, where the Bengals have an advantage because you can – use numbers to take away uh, Kelsey that way. And Bengals have done a really good job of right. just preventing teams to in getting to the red zone. Right. Ninth in opposing yards per drive allowed this year. And it's a it's a veteran defense. It doesn't mm. make a lot of mistakes. Like when's the last time you saw a Bengal secondary player just blow a coverage? Mm. I mean you just don't Eli Apple. You don't well <laughs> I knew I was gonna set you up for one of those. I knew he was gonna jump. Like you get one of those today for yeah. yeah that's I guess one player who could potentially sure. it's just a matter of have 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 you know, have those guys been that have gotten beat? Have, has it actually been made to pay by like Josh Allen didn't make him pay last he week? He overthrew the ball. He had opportunities, just couldn't do it. Yeah. So it's funny. That's how, and that's how we end up remembering those performances. Mm-hmm. How can the quarterback take advantage? Now, Patrick Mahomes, a little more elite right. uh, and a little more accurate of a passer than Josh Allen, mm-hmm. from what we've seen this this year. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And he's not going to overthrow something like that. You wouldn't at- anticipate that though. All right, I mean. Eli Apple, don't screw up tomorrow because <laughs> you're going to hear it from Mike Pritchard uh, if you do. When we return to the Pro Football Blitz, Will Hill gives us his thoughts on the conference championship slate.
This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. As we welcome you back onto the Pro Football Blitz, a reminder we have a bunch of subscriber benefits. If you sign up right now for the rest of this football season, only a couple weeks left, you can have an introductory offer of $9.99 that we are still offering now through the big game where we have Pro Tools, Pro Picks at a Glance, and all of our Pro Tips. This introductory offer will uh, will be gone in just a few weeks, so get in the action now. VSIN.com slash subscribe for $9.99. That is VSIN.com slash subscribe. As we're back on the Pro Football Blitz, thanks to our producer behind the glass, Brian Ortega. We have Mike Pritchard here. I'm Ben Wilson from our South Point Sportsbook Studios. And uh, we get to bring in a very special guest. Usually you and I, Mike, mm-hmm. we're at Circa on Tuesdays mm-hmm. for the Lombardi line. We talked to Will Hill, right. our do-it-all VEASAN analyst. And Will's kind of in that exploratory phase. It's early in the week. Right. We don't want to press him for official plays. We get a lot of good old-fashioned leans. Mm-hmm. Now, though, we bring in Will, and I know he's ready to go. He's got plays he's actually fired on because we're Saturday. So you, right. you've, got, you've, got, you've got the plays Weekend, weekend edition of Will Hill. Weekend edition of Will Hill. It's very, very exciting mm-hmm. to have Will here. Uh, we bring him on. You can follow him at not the Will Hill. With that lead in Will, we say hello. <laughs> Let's start AFC Championship game since that's our deep dive topic this hour. After all the conjecture and speculation on Patrick Mahomes, where have you landed as far as the pendulum of healthy versus completely uh, immobile and banged up for Mahomes this week? Well, first of all, I think you guys switched seats on me. I'm getting a little uh, reverse action here. Usually it's the other way around. That's, that's, some, that's reverse line movement. That's right it, there. That's on the, uh, on the seating arrangement sure. there, Will, yes. You know, I hate when people come on these shows and you ask them for picks and they say, you know, I don't know who I'm going to bet. I'm going to put, I'm going to live bet it. I think it's a cop out. It doesn't really help the audience, but that's kind of where I'm at at this with this game. Cause look, I was skeptical early in the week that he could play well, just, you know, hearing Romo talk about what this injury is like, you know, seeing him hobble around on Saturday. If it really is a high ankle sprain, it's difficult to imagine him playing well, but we all saw him, you know, hop off the podium. We saw him jogging in practice, probably not going to be a hundred percent. Is he going to be 70%? Is he going to be 90%? Who the hell knows? Look, I, I bet on sports. I'm not a doctor. This might be one of these games where you just see, see a series, see Mahomes play four or five plays, and you're able to tell pretty quickly. Uh, it might be worth it just to wait and get some information um, and, and you know go from there. My guess is he's healthier than I thought he'd be early in the week, and he plays relatively well. Again, one, with, with the back foot, you worry about the, the ability to drive, plant, throw the ball deep with accuracy. You worry about him being able to get out of the pocket. But maybe this, you know, was misdiagnosed as a high ankle sprain. So to me, there's just so much uncertainty. And look, it's not like it's the right guard or, you know, some backup safety. This is Patrick Mahomes, the best player at the most important position. So uh, I didn't do, I didn't go too crazy with that. I teased the Bengals. I'm leaving at that, and, and we'll see what happens once the game starts. You know, Will, I was, I was curious about that because I, I mean, the year of the backup quarterback this year, and we saw some teams do fantastic. Uh, you know, Jalen Hurts too. I mean, I, I think the jury's still out on him. Uh, at the beginning of the year, but this guy emerged and turned into an MVP candidate along the way to help the Eagles. So I, I guess my question is from a betting standpoint, like if I'm to look at the Kansas City Chiefs from a roster standpoint, and you're right, the most important player at the most important position uh, could be compromised. But if I look at the rest of the Chiefs and then I compare that to what the Bengals are right now, uh, it, it feels like I can make a sound betting decision just based on the roster. I'd be, but yet you, you feel like the quarterback situation is so volatile that it really could affect the outcome of this game. Yeah, I mean, you just expect so much out of Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just expect every time he's got the ball in his hands that, you know, they're going to score, he's going to make a play. So, you know, if you get 75% of them, are they good enough to win? They probably are. But, man, you just you hate to take a bite out of the Chiefs and then he, he come mm-hmm. out 
in the first quarter, first series, and he's limping around, he's missing guys, he's wild. And you say, boy, what the hell did I do? So, I, again, I just think it, it's so worthwhile to just wait, and, and we'll know pretty early. I mean, we'll yeah. all be sitting there watching that first. It'll be interesting, you know, from a, from just a, a perspective of live betting. Will they call a run the first play? Will Andy Reid throw it, you know, air it out the first play to just say, hey, there's nothing wrong with him? Will they be conservative? I'm curious that first drive, that first play even, uh, you know, what the Chiefs game plan is. No, it's a great point. I mean, one of the things that I think that I leaned towards was uh, the experience that I've had with, you know, that tree, with, whether it's Andy Reid or Mike Holmgren or, or, you know, Bill Walsh or whatever. Uh, and, and you think about what has to happen during a week of practice. You have to uh, prove to the play caller that you're good to go. Like, they have to trust you. Uh, and so to kind of answer your question a little bit, obviously Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy they kind of trust what they saw in practice from Patrick to help him, you know, to make them say, okay, he's going to be the starter. But to your point, is he going to finish the game, right? And, and I, I think that's the volatile nature that you're speaking of. Uh, but, man, I, you know, I, I, the four remaining teams here, uh, they're all great, right? And, but it's all one through 40 through 45 or one through 53, if you will, uh, with the rosters, in, in my opinion. Yeah, and the good thing is, look, we, we don't have to bet the game. I know it's, you know, there's only three games left. We all want some action. You can find some action through props. You can tease the game. You can wait for live betting. You don't have to just, you know, flip a coin and make a decision because I feel like, you know, no matter what, whether you think he's going to play well, whether you're skeptical he's going to play well, we're all kind of guessing. Nobody can sit here with any certainty and say, mm -hmm. oh, I know he's going to be fine. I know he's not going to be fine. You might end up being right, but I just don't know how you, you, you know, you do that with any certainty. I, I like to bet. I don't like to guess. Yeah. I, if there was ever a game that can qualify for the, <laughs> this is not a cop out to right. not have a pregame side pick, Will. <laughs> This game would this game would certainly be it, and it's why Mike and I have talked about this. I I've teased both teams, but it was more just out of principle when Kansas City flipped to an underdog, teasing them up, and teasing Cincinnati up as well with San Francisco. And it's kind of like, all right, we can we can root for a 14 point middle. <laughs> there can be a lot of different outcomes, sure. and that can land and, and be true. So your point on on right. live betting, and if you don't have a, a real conviction, especially this late in the NFL season. Uh, it's a good one. It should be. It should not be taken lightly. Will okay? I'll, I'll give you that much. Uh, as far as the game number one that we'll see tomorrow, Philadelphia hosting San Francisco, a lot of movement continuing. Even though the number has stayed most books two and a half, but a lot of action to Philadelphia. Are you? Would you categorize yourself? Are you one of those people who is uh, going to be moving this number up to three, or would you be one who's trying to wait as long as you can and potentially take a grab of San Francisco if it gets to a full field goal? You know, I love a full three. I, I think I did get some three minus 120. If I saw a cheaper money line on the Eagles, like minus 135, minus 140, I might buy back and just say, you know what, I'll sit here and root for a middle and sort of play it that way. I think these two teams are dead even. Obviously, you got to give a little uh, advantage to Philly for home field. You got to give a little advantage for the quarterback and the experience in terms of Purdy playing on the road as opposed to Jalen Hurts. But to me, these rosters are dead even. Full strength, both fully healthy. I might even give a little bit of, of a nod to San Francisco because I think you can run the ball on Philly, which I think San Francisco will try to do. Uh, I do like the under here. That's a, a strong play for me. Uh, I bet it 45 and a half early in the week. I was surprised it went up to 46 and a half. I think it's ticked down a lot of places to 46. I just think San Francisco plays really slow. They average like 61 or so plays per game. We saw them last week, uh, and, and that's like bottom 10 of the league. Uh, we saw them last week be very happy to play a conservative game, run the ball, run the clock, limit possessions, win a, what, what did that game end up being, 19 to 12 type of game. Uh, I think, you know, Shanahan is conservative by nature, so I could see a, a, another conservative game plan here for the 49ers. And 
I, I also like Hertz under rushing prop, under 48 and a half rushing yards, because I just think it's a good matchup for San Francisco. The athleticism of their linebackers, the athleticism of their DNs. I don't think Hertz is going to be able to turn the corner against those fast linebackers. So to me, this is a tight to the vest. I could see both teams coming out a little tight here. I think this is like, a, you know, 23, 20, 21, 17 type of game. Uh, I do think it'll probably be a field goalish game, and, and I do like the under. Yeah, you know, from a pacing standpoint, it does kind of feel like profiles towards that under two, Will. I mean, and that's the thing about props, too. And I was going to ask you, did any other prop situation kind of pique your interest, uh, let alone make a bet on it, uh, just from the profile nature of this football game? I didn't bet it yet. I'm tempted to take the under on McCaffrey rushing yards, which is always dangerous because he's so explosive, but I just don't know if he's fully healthy. We saw him, you know, stretching out that calf. I, I think it was the calf last week, missed the end of the game, missed, you know, certain uh, portions of the game. And man, if, if you're dealing with a banged up calf, they, ha they have other options to run the ball. I would look at an under uh, maybe on McCaffrey and Probably an under, I, I don't know if it's still 222 and a half in terms of Purdy passing yards. I can't see San Francisco airing this ball out and just throwing it, you know, 35 plus times. I think, like I said, they'll be conservative. They'll keep the ball on the ground. Safe throws for Purdy. They'll let him throw it. I just don't see him airing it out. I think uh, the weakness here where Philly's runnable is vulnerable is the uh, is the run defense. I think you could poke him a little bit in the run game. What is interesting, at least on this total, Will, and you played it at 45 and a half, went up to 46 and a half, but it's back down at least consensus. couple books at 46, but a lot have gone to 45 and a half. So it would not surprise me, especially if that becomes, we always talk about this late in the week conviction and, and the one kind of angle that people get themselves on. Sort of seems, Will, late in the week, like Eagles. I mean, it's been Eagles all week, but Eagles and under. Uh, so I, I would imagine you you have a very good chance of being ahead of the market when that thing closes with that 45 and a half. Yeah, especially with a total, you'd always like every last point. And really, I, I'm usually pretty good at knowing where the number's going to move. When I bet at 45 and a half, I thought it was going to go the other way. I was pretty surprised yeah. it went up to 46 and a half. It's, it's kind of strange. The first weekend, wildcard weekend, we had what? Five overs, then Dallas may have pushed or went under based on where you got the number and, of course, all the, the madness with the extra points. Then last weekend was all unders. We'll, uh, we'll see what this weekend presents itself. It's going to be fascinating. Will Hill, yeah. give him a follow at not the Will Hill. It's always great to see Will. I, I get prepared for my Tuesdays because I know I get yeah. to see Will. Now we get him on a weekend. That's right. So, Will, great to see you. We'll be back with you on Tuesday on the Lombardi line. Enjoy the games. Good luck with the bets. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Good luck on all your games. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Appreciate you. All right, Mike. We've completed the deep dive on game number two, which mm -hmm. means it's time for our bets, if there are any. But I, we said earlier, we're both teasing San Francisco. Mm -hmm. So how are we handling that with this game? We each have, we each have legs involving the Chiefs and Bengals. Uh, how have we approached this, considering all the line movement throughout the week on the side, as well as some of the late week movement on the total between Chiefs and Bengals? We'll discuss that. Our final thoughts on the side and total angles of the AFC championship game right after this on the Pro Football Blitz. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, yeah, because you got to think, he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on top of that. that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came to my room crying tears. (laughs) I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Football fans with conference championships this weekend, it is time to check out Bet Rivers. You could win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet Rivers squares this football season. Place a $10 or more bet in qualifying bets, and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiversSquares.com. You never told me, Mike, what, 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 squares, uh, what squares intrigue you Well, for um, this week at least? Well, so it's it's like in the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. Like the bowling, I'm not in a league anymore, but I know some people that are in leagues, and they present an opportunity to buy some squares. So it's already is out. It this, is this happened to cross over with the Las Vegas teaser syndicate? Uh, no, the teaser syndicate is on the opposite side oh, of, the, okay. of the bowling league. <laughs> so Mike Pritchard just knows everybody as he's somebody who grew up and played high school football in Las Vegas. Yes, you, sir. You, are, you, know, you know all sorts of people. I yeah. just wondered if there was any crossover between no, the famous yeah, you, teaser syndicate and the bowling league squares Let's syndicate. just say if anything needed to go down, I can call the teaser syndicate, syndicate I'd be all right. There we go. Love to hear. Well, we are playing teasers this week, even though there's only two games to choose from. I mentioned it earlier, teasing San Francisco up to eight and a half. But how have we approached this Kansas City-Cincinnati matchup where now it is still, it's in teaser range if you wanted to tease Cincinnati up with the Chiefs laying a consensus one and a half price at the moment. We'll get into the total in a second since the total initially came way, way down, Mm -hmm. back up to about a market-wide 48. On the side, I don't know how you could have any conviction on either side, just straight up money line or whatever, taking a point and a half, uh, laying a point and a half, regardless, really hard considering the lack of information and knowledge on Patrick Mahomes with his health at quarterback. Yet the one thing I would have a lot of confidence in is this being a tightly played one score game in a, in a year where, 
The average margin of victory has been under 10 points, lowest since the merger between AFL and, and NFL in 1970. And the game flows in general this year, especially when you get matchups between the tight teams, so much more cat and mouse, so much more back and forth. There's, there's aggressiveness, but also only to a, a limited degree. Teams, we've watched this in the last two minutes of first halves. Teams want to be aggressive, but they also don't want to leave time on the clock for the opposing team. So you end up with this back and forth that creates really tight games. I see that being the case uh, down the stretch. It's just hard to know which one of the teams wins. Uh, you could talk me into Bengals by six, Chiefs mm -hmm. by three. It, it would it would be about the same level of uh, of surprise to me. Yeah, uh, if that you, you know, from my world, it's like because um, people are talking about the great unknown with Patrick Mahomes, and I just took Patrick Mahomes out the equation. Um, this is a quarterback friendly offense, you know, and uh, Henny went ninety eight yards in a playoff game at home. Uh, and so I, I think when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs and the mindset that they have, even without Patrick Mahomes, even if he is compromised, they're at home. They're at Arrowhead. They're going to be comfortable. It is the Bengals. I get that. The Bengals still got to beat them, though. Um, and I, I, I just made it simple from a betting standpoint. I, the volatility, though, did help me out with a number. Uh, and that was te teasing the home dog in that one through eight. So you teased Kansas City to eight and a half. Yes, I did. did. Uh, nice. And that, that's the other leg, leg of my teaser uh, with the 49ers. Uh, and then I got the Kansas City Chiefs at home plus eight and a half. So I'm through two possessions. Uh, and one of the things I did through, do uh, in understanding the mindset of the Chiefs, since 2019, the Chiefs are 13-11 when their offense scores 24 points or fewer. So if Patrick Mahomes isn't going to go, if Chad Henney's going, can they put up 24 they still are 13 and 11, right? I mean, uh, so I, I just, even if it's a tighter game, a low-scoring game, if it's a, if it's a high-scoring game, that means Patrick Mahomes is throwing touchdowns, right? right. You so, assume. yeah, you, I would assume. Or, I mean, if, if Cincinnati's blowing out Kansas City at home, then there's more wrong than just Patrick Mahomes, right? Uh, so, that, I mean, every conclusion or every betting standpoint or profile that I could come up with, uh, it led me to – uh, taking advantage of that opportunity before the line shifted again because of the positive news or the positive video anyway. And you picked uh, the perfect Patrick Holmes. Yeah. yeah, with that essentially being the peak of the market from Tuesday early afternoon with Kansas City at one point getting out to a two-and-a-half-point home underdog. As much as people want to say, yeah, but Cincinnati, they own Kansas City. It's Burrowhead. Three straight wins for the Bengals over the Chiefs. All three of those games, if you go back to last season, into the playoffs, and then the regular season meeting this year, all three games were decided by three points. Mm -hmm. Kansas City had at least a 75% win expectation in all three games. Think about that. The Chiefs were in control early. They had 7.7 .7 yards per play in the first halves of those games. So to suggest that Cincinnati just has Kansas City's number is a complete fallacy. Mm. You talk about this all the time as, as having played in the league. Games are decided by narrow margins right. and just a couple plays every game. That, that's essentially what the three previous meetings have come down to. But randomness in a short sample size has meant Cincinnati's been on the right side. I don't see how you can draw the line as if to say, well, Cincinnati has Joe Burrow and they've won three straight games, so they own Kansas City. That to me is, is just a completely uh, overzealous statement to make given the tightness of the matchup. So I'd happily tease Kansas City up, and I did the same thing that you did. I didn't get the best of the number because mm -hmm. it had come down already to one and a half, but I teased Kansas City up to plus seven and a half. 
if Cincinnati wants to beat me by uh, by eight or more, sure, I will ta- happily take my loss on that. Right. But I, I expect Kansas City, even with a compromised Mahomes, to be able to keep it tight. Yeah, and for me, all season long, and it's worked because of the, the record number in the history of this game, the record number of one-possession games. So it's really helped out from a teaser standpoint, uh, Ben. But uh, if, I can, if I can get the 49ers to cash, then I got opportunities in that second game. Uh, you know, I, I got opportunities uh, from an in-game standpoint. Will Hill was just talking about that. You know, if Patrick does go down and on the Chiefs just look um, disjointed uh, and Chad Henney isn't very good, the quarterback-friendly offense isn't working for him and all that, then, okay, uh, I can help myself uh, from a betting standpoint. So I, I got to get the 49ers in. I got to cash that. I got to get them, uh, you know, within one possession. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll see what happens in that second game, though. But it is a volatile Situation, I get it. I, you know, a lot of betters, and even from the public standpoint, I mean, you got 72% with home faves, uh, and it looks like the public is all over that uh, with the Eagles, uh, and then now you got the favorite uh, Kansas City Chiefs. So um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, there's a volatility situation. I loved it. I was able to get uh, what I thought would be attractive situation from a teaser yeah, standpoint. You're at the point now where if you're just trying to pick a game from the side, and I would, mm-hmm. if you're making me pick a team to win the game, I would say I would take Kansas City, even with the issues for Mahomes right now. And, and a lot of it, it's a the the misnomer on Cincinnati owning Kansas City based on previous results and how mm-hmm. tight the games have been. But it's also as much as we want to point to injury for Mahomes and the Chiefs. The Bengals' offensive line injuries have not gotten any better over the last seven no. days. <laughs> and that cannot be ignored just because Kansas City's defense doesn't profile as the sexiest matchup, just because they don't have these insane highlights a la a San Francisco this season or a Philadelphia. Still a good defense with game records like a Chris Jones who can blitzkrieg and blow up a line pretty much single-handedly. You can't just ignore that in your handicap and say, well, Joe, Joe Burrow made it to the Super Bowl last year with no offensive line. So he'll just do it again. Yeah. You can't go that far. Well, I, I can't. I mean, even Anarumo, I mean, he's fantastic uh, as a defense coordinator and what he's able to do. Um, it's just the familiarity of it all. Like, I mean, even uh, without Lamar Jackson, that game came down to a fumble return for a touchdown defensively for the Bengals at home. How easy because, we forget. Because of familiarity. I mean, Baltimore was one of four in the red zone and still had a chance to win that thing. Um, so, or at least tie it anyway. I mean, but – I think if the Bengals blow out the Chiefs, then the Chiefs had bigger problems than Patrick Mahomes' ankle. That's a great way to phrase it. Yeah, and that's why I kind of simplified things from a betting standpoint to get to the conclusion that I got to. Totally with you. All right, so we're each on a Niners-Chiefs teaser. Now, I also added, very early in the week, added a a Niners-Chiefs, Niners-Bengals teaser. So I have both teams. Mm -hmm. We just want a close game, Mike, right? Right. We got a 14-point middle if the 49ers cover that first leg, uh, getting the plus eight and a half. So let's let's root for a tight game. Mm -hmm. That always is fun to do, especially on an AFC championship game. As far as the total goes at 48, you know, in a sense, so this open, if it opened Chiefs minus two, and it's come all the way back now to Chiefs minus one and a half, since the total opened 49, you would think that would have also come all the way back because this should be tied together to the Mahomes injury and how serious it is. I have to think, based on the three previous meetings, 65 points, 51 points, 51 points. 48 is not high enough of a number if you have belief that Mahomes and the Chiefs offense will still find ways to be productive. Yeah, yeah. What was those totals again? 65, mm-hmm. 51, okay. 51. Wow, wow. Yeah, I mean. It's 48. I, I guess. By my math, that the, is three <laughs> points lower. Sure. I mean, the opinion of Patrick Mahomes and, and 
what he's going to bring to the table, if anything. Like, like even with my numbers, I mean, I went through the last since 2019, and how many times the Chiefs, the number one scoring offense in the league this year now, and, and you know, how many times did they score 24 points or fewer, and what was their record? It's 13 and 11. Um, so, I... Total is interesting. I, I I can't get to a conclusion on the total. It would be over nothing for me. Yeah. 48 now. Consensus dipped as low as 47. Mm-hmm. 46 and a half in a couple mm-hmm. spots. There were some opportunities. Look, Cincinnati, this has been an un- unbelievable run. Yes. 21 and 5 against the spread. Their last 26 games going back to last year. Would it surprise me if they won the game? No. Well, I don't right. see them running the Chiefs out of the water. That's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. When we come back, time for some props. Let's go. Final hour of the Pro Football Blitz. It starts next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com.com slash compatibility. 